The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Fill her up! You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. What are you doing, buddy? Oh, no. I'm back. Well, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what I, that's what your buddy was looking like for about almost two weeks. <laughs> uh, I only feel like Jack Dempsey beat me up with one oh, hand. Hey, you're looking good, buddy. Looking yeah, better. Better. That's that's good. Awesome. Gotta keep the hat on, but uh, yeah. yeah so got lots going on. I guess uh, what yeah. the Grammys, yeah, got WrestleMania, yep, all kind of stuff. Did, did yeah, we got the tour going on. We got you know, yeah, getting ready. Yeah, I'm doing yeah. my my uh, Kegels and everything else, getting ready for the big tour. Doing your homework. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Started working on some of the other songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I know, I know how you practice these songs all yeah. the time, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, I gotta start standing up, man. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. the other, that's the other good one. Yeah, I know. Well, no, because I, you know, I I just always used to laugh, you know, with the standing up thing. When you used to see pictures, you know, when we were kids, yeah, like people in the studio with the headphones on and yeah. standing up. Like, yeah, why yeah. would you do that? I I know. We're just we you, all, whenever whenever you're playing, you're sitting down. Yeah, in the studio, we all practice. Yeah, well, you practice just, for sure. Yeah, you practice sitting down. Nobody practices yeah. standing up. Why would you choose to stand up when you can know. sit and play? Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. There's a couple people that do that, though. That's that's crazy. They feel more comfortable standing when they play, you know? Oh, unless you're Jimmy, you know, the pot, if you have Jimmy Page, you have the guitar down around your knee. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? <laughs> you know? I mean, but I'm just saying, yeah, no, right. I, I, never, I never understood that. I would never. No. Nah. No, especially how we record now. You're in a control room. We're sitting down. Well, yeah, I didn't realize that you could record in the control room. Back uh, in the day, I just figured you had to be out, out in the you know, out in the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Headphones on and you play, and you know, yeah. you don't know. No, we didn't know anything back when we were young. It was all a mystery. Yeah, no, they just yeah. show up and you sprinkle magic dust on us stuff. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Leslie West was telling me, he goes, Zach, I remember we were working on, you know, doing the first mountain record. And we're in there playing, and we're like, wow, how come it how come it doesn't sound like cream? How come we didn't sound good? He goes, yeah, good. Leslie goes, because we suck. That's why. <laughs> he goes, yeah, there is no magic dust. You either yeah. good. You play or you can't. Exactly. It is what it is, you know, so. But they were great. Them mountain records are great. Oh, yeah, but I mean, it just, yeah, it's well, you know, out. the musicianship back then, you know, the 70s, I mean, even the studio cats, I mean, they're just killing it. Man. Even when we're here in Yacht Rock and we listen to everything like that, they're just the musicianship on those records is out of control. Another level. Everybody was on. Mind you, mind you, I think, uh, you know, you go on Instagram, you find amazing musicians. These kids are yeah. awesome. So no, I, I, I think, I think it's great. 
You know, I mean, how like a lot of people say, oh, well, the musicians, yeah, I think they're wrong. Yeah. Well, like, and we, well, we get to see it now more than we ever did. You know what I mean? Because of this stuff, you know, we would have never seen any of these kids, you know? No, well, I mean, we just knew about it. Like I'm saying for us, whether you're playing out and, you know, seeing Dave DiPietro and Kenny yeah. Dubman yeah. And, and Scott Metaxas and all the guys when we were younger, you know, seeing the guys. But I mean, yeah. you see them in clubs or you knew guys in the neighborhood that were good musicians or whatever. Yeah, that, high that, school. Was about it. that was about it. Though. You know, and then eventually you heard about kids in other, you know, yeah. in other neighborhoods. Yeah. You know? But we were lucky we had a bunch of good people in our neighborhoods. Especially yeah. you, you had a lot of good cats that were already into Mahavishnu and stuff like that, you know, and turning yeah. you up with, right? Well, well, you know, me taking lessons from Leroy yeah. and his buddies, I, like, which was crazy, you know, like how we're like, you're going to be in a cover band playing Sabbath. Or that, he goes, they were in the, their cover bands, they were playing Dixie Dregs and yeah. Mahavishnu. Yeah. He had his one buddy that was like way in the trower and everything like that. Yeah. But I mean, like, they, they would cover it like it was nobody's business. I mean, I was yeah, like, right. wow. So when I was 15 years old seeing that, it was pretty. That's pretty, pretty awesome. Pretty mind blown, man. Yeah, I mean, because I was hearing the records of you know Al Demiola back then, but okay, nobody to see to see someone physically play it. It's just like, well, it's just like magic tricks, you know. Like see somebody, yeah. how it's how it's actually a card trick and go, no, 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 this is how you actually do it. Yeah, you know. So it's like oh, when yeah. you when you physically see somebody doing that in front of you, you know, the first time you see somebody play an eruption or something like it's just like, yeah. oh my god. I I remember back. It's really that was amazing. Yeah, without a doubt. Oh so you know that was really cool. I, you know so yeah just but I think the musicianship is you know pretty pretty crushing. But, oh uh, yeah. But we were just talking about before we got it started. You know, getting ready for the tour and everything. We got Father Jared out with us, and we were like oh, yeah. we always how we always talk about you know starting. How do you start a band nowadays? And if we were eighteen years old again, and you know yeah. How would we payment, do it? Man. You got to pound the payment. But look at look at Jared. You know, ever, ever since we knew when he did the Book of Shadows two tour, yeah, he started in the, in the van, yeah, with the three guys, yeah, and that was it, man. And yeah. then just just building the mom and pop shop from and that's it, you know, and you know, and with Jared on social media and everything like that. Just that's huge too, because you can promote, you know, you promote yourself every day. Yeah. You know? Instead of you know putting up flyers in the places you know where we would like, well, back then that's how you did it exactly yeah. music stores whatever you put up flyers record stores now it's just like there's a millions of people there you know just waiting so it's pretty awesome yeah well, but I you mean, gotta do it Jared's yeah Jared's doing great. it yeah and he's great that's the way you do it nowadays right? you know I mean, really yeah You're lucky enough to get on some good tours you know and yeah. then, you know and then keep it rolling man. But yeah, don't just don't do a tour for five weeks and then go home and then just do Never. nothing. Exactly for you know years and expect yeah expect like something's going to come out of that. You, right. you know what yeah. I mean? Got to keep it rolling. No, just keep. <clears throat> really, you just got to keep plowing ahead. I mean, it really is the truth, man. But uh, yeah, and talking about that plowing ahead, I mean, you know, like we were talking about like WrestleMania. You uh -huh. said that this WrestleMania was probably the biggest. Yes. Of all. Yeah, yep. but that's a combination. Yep. You said that's a combination of two days, though. Two days, but 156,000 people. Over two days. That's insane, man. But that's like we were saying, I, I said when the Warrior wrestled yeah. Hulk Hogan, I think it was eighty or 90,000. On the one day. We're at the Sky Dome right, for the right. one show. We'd have to look up that stat. I'm not sure. 
But uh, 156,000, that's how big it still is, Zach. I mean, because, you know, we've been removed for a while, man. You know, I have been anyway. But I, it's this one, though, in particular, looked like it was really good. Like, they brought back a lot of old-timers, you know, or older, you know, things. And like, Triple H announced the whole thing. You know, Stone Cold was back. McMahon, Vince McMahon wrestled. Uh, it was, I'm, I'm, you know, now, you're saying, Steve, I didn't catch all the highlights, but I saw yeah. Steve do a couple stunners and stuff right. like that. He wrestled the first night. But who did he wrestle? Uh, I forget the guy's name again. Maybe, uh, Bri, you can look that up for us and tell me, because I forget. But he wrestled. Well, I, I know, because, I mean, you know, the reason why Steve's retired. I, I, mean, I know. He broke his, basically broke his neck. And, the, you know, the doctor's like, yeah. bro, you, you fall off a ladder. It's fix some changing light bulbs in a house, you may be paralyzed. Like, you know, I don't want have you jumping in a ring. Hey, it's not, man. You're like the 15 years of pent up rage, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and all it was, it was amazing. I might have to go back in. I might have to come back in. Oh my God! Well, uh, you you pulled the plug. You were you were out probably right uh, as soon as Warrior got in. Yeah, it was. When it was, I was still yeah, when I was a Warrior freak. Oh, that's when yeah. you pulled the plug. Exactly. I was kind of done. You were out then. Yeah. You were out by 90, probably by 91, you were out. 92. Uh, Yeah, probably around there. Because I remember going to the the first WrestleMania. I I think I was at Berkeley, and I went to the Boston Boston Garden to see it. They showed it on the big screen. On the big screen. Yes. I mean, that was awesome. Yeah, the pay-per-view. Yeah, totally. But then, you know, maybe a couple years after that, and that was about it for me. But then you you hung out. You were in there for the 90s. Yeah, the Warrior. Yeah. I, I got so into the Warrior. So, yeah. I mean, it was just like, after that. Yeah, and then I started falling off, like, right after the Warrior. When the Warrior stopped, Yeah, I kind of fell off. And then all yeah. of a sudden, then he was coming back. I was like, oh, this is awesome. But, I mean, <laughs> and then after that, you know, then that's when Steve started taking over. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's when that was the next wave. Yeah. But, you know, but Steve's run really wasn't that long either because that's oh, when he hurt his neck. I hear you. But he, he wrestled the first night. Uh, Kevin Owens he beat. And then uh, the second night uh, he was involved. It was pretty funny. <laughs> Here it is. Hold on. Let me just let me, let me tell you what happened. Pat McAfee, right, he wrestled uh, Austin Theory who's one of, like, Vince McMahon's upcomers, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he beat him. And then uh, he challenged McMahon to a wrestling match, and then Vince beat him, right? And he hit a ball. (laughs) Because Pat McAfee was a punter for uh, (laughs) Colts, and he's a a SmackDown announcer. Is that his finishing move? He punts everyone in the face. (laughs) He punted the ball right out. It was pretty funny. But then – and Stone Cold came running out. Uh, here's uh, him celebrating with Pat McAfee. Ah, oh no, that's Vince McMahon. Uh, Vince, but yeah, yeah, he completely. Oh. oh my God, that what a disaster! Let me see. I never seen this. Let me. Oh, see. That was terrible. Let's see. It it terrible. Steve was going to when he kicks him in the stomach. He's supposed yeah. to, that's when he's supposed to give him the stunner right after right, that. Right. Oh, I fell down. <laughs> Wait. Oh, oh, come on. Oh, my. 
<laughs> that wow. Was terrible. That was terrible. Oh, oh no, because I saw the Magami guy, he really sold. He saw oh, he's great. Let's see that one, dude. That one yeah, was, that was a great sell. That was great. <laughs> Poor, you know, Vince was bumming right after yeah, that. He wants it to be great, man. Totally. Oh. And, and he messed it all up. Uh, not only once, twice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he like the first time he messed oh, it up, and yeah. then after he came off the rope, Steve's like, oh, "Okay, well, we'll just improvise." You can see, yeah, it. I know. Right, well, we'll come off, and then I'll then I'll give it to you once we get off the ropes. Still clam now. Here we go. This is. There you go. That's awesome. That's a good sell. It was great. He was friends with him, and then he turned on him. <laughs> Steve took the, the yeah. victory lap right after that. That was awesome. Oh, that my was, God. Uh, that was the best thing I saw. What's going on, gang? I want to tell you about an amazing website for staying on top of everything metal, notfest.com yeah. slash news. I was just on there today, Goose. I was just checking out. Pantera's yeah. got a new beer out, Vulgar Display, a lager. Awesome. We got Dave Mustaine. He's jamming with Lamb of God. Yeah, they did the Wake Up Dead. Oh, yes. And then you got Not Fest Roadshow 2022. Yeah. So if you want to know about new tour announcements, upcoming albums, and everything new going on in the metal scene, this is the website for all your metal-related news and content. Once again, it's NotFest.com for tons of coverage of everything that's going on in metal. Yeah! That's right, Ghost! Yeah! Oh, oh, my. Actually, the other the other thing with the, the jackass guys were wrestling. Johnny Knoxville. Oh, Johnny and the guys. <laughs> and Wee Man. Oh, no, right. that's great. The Wee Man body slammed uh, this <laughs> to this uh, Zane. He, it was funny. I don't know if you saw that. Do we have that, Brian? <laughs> Put it on. It's pretty awesome. He's got to get it. Here we go. <laughs> oh, there he is. <laughs> oh, Look at the ferocity of the wee man. Oh, my God. This is awesome. <laughs> Look at that. Hey? Look at him. <laughs> He's stalking Sammy. Listen to this place. The crowd goes. to kick himself in the face. So watch this move by Johnny Knoxville back. And now, there you go. That was great, right? That was a good one. He slammed his head on the ground, but that was pretty awesome. Johnny almost knocked himself out. He totally did. That that was good great for that man. That was awesome. So this one was actually really, really good, man. Really entertaining. And uh Undertaker gave his speech. The Hall yeah, of yeah. Everybody said you know it was yeah. amazing and everything like that. So that's awesome, man. Yeah, so it was a good night, a good two nights for wrestling. But we said it's crazy that the Steiners got in there because we talked about it before. Right. Scott was like, you know. It's a. I think they asked him a while ago. You know, would you ever be do the Hall of Fame? And he goes, the Hall of Fame is just for that's in Vince's mind. You know yeah, what I mean? He was yeah. like, no, because I would the, never do what, what I need that to. You know, develop everything, everything I've yeah, done yeah, throughout yeah. my career. Yeah. You know, but no, I mean, it's just a, it's just a little, 
Uh, it's, I mean, I, I think the Hall of Fame thing's great. You know, I mean, yeah. it just gives all the guys props for all the years yeah. of I hear you. what they gave the business. You know what oh, I mean? But then at the end, at the end of his speech, he said, "Never say never." Oh, Scott said that. No, uh, Undertaker. Oh, um, oh boy! Uh, come on, it's a, why are you even retiring? <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, no, he's putting on the hat. He's putting it in. I never say never. Here it comes. Oh boy. <laughs> never say never. <laughs> oh boy. How great was Paul? It'd be great if Wee Man just went out and pummeled him. <laughs> <laughs> or Wee Man came out and then he tombstone <laughs> Wee Man. Either that or Will Smith comes out and smacked him. <laughs> uh, that would have been good. But then he would have the, then he would have the tombstone Will Smith. Yeah. Exactly. But never say never. Here's another one. Leaving the door open. There you go. Well, that would be a good one, too, to capitalize on the whole Will Smith thing. Get Will. That would have been great if they got Will to do WrestleMania. <laughs> Come in and just smack somebody in the face. <laughs> Even Logan Paul was there, Zach. But you got to love that. Was he Jake was... Paul there? No, I think it was Logan, right? Logan. I... Yeah, I think it was Logan. And he uh, he actually wrestled. It was a tag team match, I think. He beat Ray, Ray. It was I think it was a tag team. He beat Ray Mysterio. You remember him? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then it was him, the Miz, against Ray Mysterio and somebody. And then they won. And then he turned on the Miz. <laughs> oh my God. So it's pretty. It's actually it's pretty great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that well, yeah. Just the comedy factor is just pretty. It, it was pretty. Uh, pretty entertaining one. I I, I might have to uh, dive back in for a minute, Zach. Well, that like you know that's what I mean. It really is amazing with wrestling. In regards, though, that like you said, like you dropped off, and then that means we have to get a new influx. Yeah. No fans. Yeah, totally. Keep turning yeah. them over, man. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying, you know. A great job now, man. Wow. Yeah, because, uh, you know, like you said, you had Bruno, and you have superstar yeah. Billy Graham, and then you have Bob Backlund. Then who's coming? Who's going to carry the company after that? And then you have Andre, then you have yeah. the Hulkster. Yeah. And it's like, all right, who, who's going to – we need to keep the thing going. Right. And not only that, then they had a whole other cast of characters that were amazing, you know, through all that, you know. The suit, yeah, the but it's a matter of... All of them. Yeah, and I mean, I'm just saying, because you have to have, you know, and like each guy that we're mentioning has their own thing to them. Like Razor Ramon, man, you know? Yeah. He was great. Uh, he was awesome. Yeah, man. He was but it is, yeah. it is, I mean, even wrestling, even just like with music, with bands, until they find their niche. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Steve was the ringmaster. Did you ever see any of the earlier clips of Steve? Stunning no, Steve. Steve. No, I, I, no, I didn't. Very, very much like Ric Flair. He's wearing like Flair's yeah, right, right, robes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, like he's, he's very, very much Ric Flair going on. Right. You know, before he became found – Stone Cold, you know, because when he first came in, he was the ringmaster. Yeah, yeah. That's he terrible. wasn't the shock master, though. 
No, he wasn't the Shockmaster, who was quite possibly the greatest character of all time. The Shockmaster was great. That was Tugboat. <laughs> but Art Anderson doing the voice, right? One of the, one of the greatest moments in wrestling history. I've been laughing. <laughs> totally. Sid awesome. the whole time he's going, I'm telling you, better, you better cut a hole in that, in that thing. He's going to trip right over that two-by-four, man. <laughs> they didn't listen. I told you. I told you. I, uh, I knew it was going to happen. Yep. That's a classic moment in wrestling history for everybody. The Shockmaster. You got to check that out. Uh, we got to bring that clip up. One of the greatest moments in wrestling yeah, history, quite possibly. That it really was. <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> it's really great. We should get he's that. A he's, he's, got a, he's got a Star Wars mascot. Like, yeah. Are we going to be able to get away with that? You know. <laughs> totally. Copyright infringement. I mean, there, that's there. That's a property of Star Wars, bro. Spray painted it, put some glitter on it. No one will know the difference. And then they turn him into a construction worker, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, what the? What? Yeah. It's terrible, man. Until you, I, like, it's, it's funny cool. with wrestling, even bands, until they find their, I hear you. their niche, you right. know? Yeah, totally. Which is kind of, you know, which is. Blows me away pretty much when bands, you know, like their debut record, when they could pretty much find all together, like they when, got it all together on an, on the Abbott, on that record. Zeppelin, I mean, they, you know, first out, even Sabbath on a debut record. How old was Ozzy? That's what I'm saying. They were like early twenties. That's amazing, and they and they spit that out. Yeah, you know? yeah, but At like, but like you said, they were Earth. And then yeah. Jimmy with the Yardbird, so he's kind right. of navigating, yeah. trying to figure out. You yeah, know, he knows what he wants to do, and let's be real. I mean, it wasn't like he had John Paul Jones, Robert, and John oh. Bonham, and they 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 put the band together and they did clubs for three years. No, no, Jimmy. Was no, they just happened. went in, yeah. made the record, and that was it. Yeah, there was no touring, no, no gigs. No, it wasn't even like they played clubs in front of 18 people right right you know and then built the thing you know until until they got a repertoire and yeah, then yeah. then went in and made the record i mean like no they they basically like we're not going to make demos we'll just go in and make the record of yeah. these songs we'll go do it and then and that's what jimmy and then he just shopped it to the labels wow do you guys want an advance and then make the record no we already made the record i bought right. i paid for it and this is the record. Yeah. He was smart. Yeah. You know, so. Totally. I mean, where Sabbath, you know, Ozzy said that first record is basically their their live set. That's Yeah, that's what you were saying. Yeah, so, them, so they were. About a year already, they were doing that. Yeah. So, like, when they, when Tony said when he wrote War Pigs, that was just when they were in clubs at sound checks. Right. And he was just noodling on that for a while, and they had that worked out. Mm -hmm. And then they, all the stuff was just them jamming and sound, you know, at rehearsals, yeah. at sound checks yeah. during the gigs right. in between, like when they had two gigs, yeah, you know, when they had nothing to do, yeah. and, you know, there'd be nobody in the place, you know what I'm saying? And how many songs come out of that? A lot. We have a bunch. Without a doubt. That uh, sound checks and just jamming. I agree. There are lots. No, totally. Everything sounds good. And it's the first thing yeah. you know, you're inspired and you just, you start writing. Yeah. What's going on, Zach Wild and the goose here? Spring is here. Yeah. Isn't it time to clean up your mismatched and worn out sock collection? Yeah. While making your feet feel amazing in shoes, sneakers, or boots. 
Hesse socks are truly the only hybrid fashion athletic socks on the market. Are you tired of your feet hurting in your dress Well, Hesse's custom feet and arc support solve all that. (laughs) Tired of digging your socks out of your boots? Hesse stay-up technology solves that. Well, tired of your feet stinking and your kicks after your workout or a game? Well, Hesse's breathable cotton and all the good (laughs) properties that it has solves all that. Most fashion athletic and dress socks are expensive, poorly constructed, and provide zero protection. Not ours. Oh, no. Well, Hesse cut out the middleman and provides a superior product at a superior price, Goose. Top of that, with multiple styles and colors, you'll look just good while feeling great. Yeah. Well, don't take our word for it. Oh, go to HesheSocks.com. H-E-S-H-I Socks.com. That's right. Enter the promo code GOOSE30 for 30% off your entire order of our fashion, athletic, basic, or ankle socks. HesheSocks.com. The best thing thing that ever happened to your feet or your footsies. (laughs) But it is pretty crazy. I mean, you know, and then, you know, like with with Pantera Diamond, the guys, it's like, you know, you you could see where they were in the the oven with a souffle. Oh, yeah, definitely. Metal Magic and, you know, Nightworks, all these other things. And then it was like. You know, because you're a product of your environment. He wasn't you know, dying. the hair metal thing going on, and then everybody's doing it. And then not, not only, I mean, like we were talking about Jimi Hendrix, if because he, he embraced the culture. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, let's say if the whole hippie movement wasn't going on and the psychedelic hippie movement. Yeah. If he was, if he was, it hit, if he was 24 in 1955, he would have been doing what Chuck Berry and everybody's doing. Right. Because you're a byproduct of your surroundings and your environment. Without a doubt. You know, because, I mean, now that the grunge thing is going on, now everyone's gravitating towards doing that. Yeah, right. The Nirvana sound. Yeah. And then after that, then it was like, oh, everybody wants to be Green Day. Yeah. You know, so, like, it's just like it's it's your surroundings. Yeah. Is what, you know, I mean, if Jimi Hendrix wasn't around and embracing the whole hippie culture and the psychedelics, there is – that completely changes the game for him, for sure. Well, that's what made his music. Yeah, that's what completely inspired his his music. I, I agree completely. So, like like you said, if that culture wasn't going on, if, if Jimi Hendrix was around in 1985, what it, would it have been? Yeah, right. You know or, yeah, I hear you. You have hair metal and everything like that. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't have been playing blues. No, you, you wouldn't know? have been playing blues because yeah. it's not it's not popular at the time. And I mean he's Maybe coming from the whole yeah. the whole John Mayo blues explosion. So everyone was influenced by it. He was a product. Then you had Zeppelin, Sabbath, Jimi Hendrix. I mean, every everybody was influenced by Cream. Yeah. And it was blues and it was yeah. jamming and improv and totally. just playing E minor and then that's just right. play just solo for three hours. All right, that's what we used to do. I come over to the house, let's just jam at E, Zaggy. All right. Yeah, if we find A, I know how to play A now. Yeah, so there you go. Jam, or a jam of blues, you know, forever, man. I mean, yeah, you could just oh. improv. But I mean, it's just, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it, it without a doubt, it, you're, you're, Without a doubt, product of your environment. Yeah. It's like even when you look at Van Halen, 
you know, from 76, 77, you know, even the clothes they were wearing. Yeah. Everything was. Oh, then it all changed. Well, everything was, you had April wine, you had fog hat, you had Pat Travers, you had, I mean, everything was, you know, right. cock rock back then. Everything yeah, was yeah, yeah. muscle cars, girls partying. I mean, that's what all the yeah. lyrics were. Totally. All the lyrics were that. Yeah, 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 totally. So they're a byproduct of that, <laughs> more so than they were of Zeppelin and Sabbath. Yeah. Totally. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. everybody has to kind of reinvent themselves. I've seen a cool thing. Uh, David Bowie said, I've reinvented myself so many times. I forget that I'm a, an Asian woman or a Korean woman. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, he had another he had another line that was pretty good. I mean, because something something has to be said for, you know, because he was talking about like your comfort zone and everything like that. Yeah. Like, you know, for any. He was he was talking about like any artist that writes because, you know, people are telling him you should be doing this or what you should be doing that or whatever. And he goes, usually that it's almost guaranteed it'll be the worst thing they've ever put out. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because they're not doing what's true to themselves and exactly. what they what they love doing. No, it's so, perceived then. It's already- yeah, yeah, they're they're they're, they're trying and he goes and he goes, what David said, he just goes, What I've always found, he goes for any any artist or any any band any any singer or any any band any any musician mm-hmm. he goes when you go in the water and you're creating when you go a little further out into the water and your feet can't touch the bottom yeah he goes that's right around there when you're out of your comfort zone he goes you're on the verge of doing something that's really good I, I, you know for him that's what he I hear you. from experience i guess for him that's what always worked best for him yeah but then again, then again, you know, you get somebody like ACDC. Who doesn't, who's already. No, no, like after, after Highway to Hell, like the only thing we need them to do is just write great songs. Yeah. I, I don't need you reinventing yourselves. I don't need you guys coming up with jazz licks and I don't need you guys Bless doing you. all this crazy stuff. Bless you, buddy. But, uh, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, it's just like, no, just. Yeah, them, it's just yeah, do what naturally is coming out of you and just write great songs, right? you know, and then they come out with bells and shook me all night long. I mean, everything yeah. like that. And it's like, that's all they need to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so what I'm saying is there's always two sides to the coin. I understand getting out of your comfort zone, but at the same time, if, if this is, you know, like writing these, yeah, you, you know, these simple chord progressions with great melodies or, yeah. I mean, that, that's your bread and butter. Yeah. And then you have Pat Travers. Go yeah. with what you know. Exactly. You know? That famous line. Yeah. Go with what you know, man. Yeah. You know? Everybody's different. You know what I mean? That's it. Miles, you know, he did he he challenged everybody, you know, and whatever, you know. But like you said, like ACDC, they they already have have what they need, and that's that. No, yeah. with them, it just it's just a matter of great riffs and songs. Yeah, exactly. That's that's all that's it. That needs to be done. Right, you don't need to break any musical boundaries or anything here. It's you know, just write great music. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But I mean, it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, I it is a weird thing. You know what I mean? I'm saying for yeah. certain bands, and just, like you said, for certain bands, because you said there's two sides to that coin. Yeah, totally. like David Bowie, you know, he's constantly reinventing himself or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And or you know, or Madonna or whatever. You know, like every record, she wants to do something. A different image, a different sound, a different thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's her thing. 
Whereas like ACDC, I don't need to know whether they're changing their clothes, bro. I, I really don't. Yeah. Or hairstyles. I, yeah, no. It doesn't matter, bro. <laughs> the Allman Brothers. Yeah. We, we, the guy's got to, <laughs> we're going to hire a fashion consultant for the Allmans. <laughs> hairstylist for the Allman Brothers. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> And talk about the Grammys here, Goose. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, so word is, I guess they're not. They still haven't embraced the metal genre. Nah, no, <laughs> they, they don't accept us. Hey, you know, hey, cheers to the, 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 the Dream Theater guys, yeah, man. Berkeley boy, John and the fellas. Yeah, without a doubt, it's great. With the Berkeley that's alumni that's over there, awesome. you know that they that they won a Grammy and and they have that that style of music. Well, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. John and Dream Theater didn't get beat by Jethro Tull again. <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. I mean, like you said, Ozzy won when we won for the. We talked about it before. Like yeah. Ozzy won the. We got the. We got the award up at the Vatican, right? You know, the for best metal, best live metal performance from I yeah. guess from the live and loud record. I guess for uh, I don't want to change the world, and I, I'm like. You know the people that voted for this thing after they voted for Jethro Tull beating Metallica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's awesome. It's great winning at anything. You know, whether we win at the carnival for, yeah, yeah. you know, you win a, a, a stuffed animal, right? It's just fun winning or we get we yeah. get voted for, you know, best best shoes or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, and yeah, live yeah. performance. I mean, it's great. Yeah, yeah. It's wonderful. But I mean... But it is kind of shows the validity of the award when it says Jethro Tull beats Metallica in best metal category, and Jethro Tull's not even a metal band, I, I, you know. I know. I, I'm sure I'm saying so. Like, where's the validity? And who are the people voting on this? I don't know. That's what we always ask. Who are these people? Who are these people? <laughs> What's going on, gang? Zach Wild and the Goose here. We want to take a quick second and thank one of our newest sponsors yeah. and a company that's been supporting our bands for years now, the yeah. Mad Viking Beard Company. The team at Mad Viking has one purpose. It's to help their bearded and tattooed brothers of the world become their absolute best. They believe it's not enough to only look good, but you must also feel good and live life to its fullest, Goose. The Mad Viking Brotherhood is strong, Zachy, and has partnered with Black Label Society to bring our fans a top-notch collaboration to commemorate the anniversary of the Sonic Brew debut release. That's right. Made with premium ingredients and a unique scent profile created specifically for the Sonic Brew release, Goose. The Black Label Society Beard Care line is a must-have for all the bearded metalheads. Yeah. And, of course, <laughs> just like all their other products, is proudly made in the USA. In addition to the Black Label Society line, check out all their other beard and skincare products. And one of my personal favorites, the Tattoo Bomb. Oh, yeah. Look. We have a lot of time and money invested in our ink, and it doesn't make sense to use subpar, overpriced, or generic bomb on our art. Go check out MadVikingBeard.com for their full line of hair and skincare products. While you're there, make sure you get the Black Label Society Sonic Brew anniversary line before it's gone. Oh, yeah, Goose. Yeah. Again, that's at MadVikingBeard.com. Yep. And use promo code BLS20 for right. 20% off your next order. 
and join the horde of guys making a switch to Mad Viking. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> well, you know what I think it's kind of silly too. I always say it about bodybuilding. I say it about like the people judging bodybuilding contests should be former well, bodybuilders. Yeah, right. Exactly. Or, or former winners and every, you know, like whether, you know, like yeah. Steve Kuklo or Just keep it in. Any, yeah. I mean, yeah. it should be former Mr. Olympia, uh, former Mr. Arnold winners, former any guys that have won any competitions and right. actually, you know, what? you, you know, would know. You know, it'd be amazing. The Hall of Fame should have people who are in the Hall of Fame vote. Yeah. Or real players. That's, I mean, like I, I think the Hall of Fame should be voting, right? I mean, a lot of it is like yeah. writers, and it's just like, did you yeah. even ever play Little League? I know. You know, so like, how are you voting on baseball Hall of Fame credentials? Yeah, it's, it's silly. Like Albert Bell is still not in that Hall of Fame, and look up his stats. He he, the media hated him, so he's not. Yeah, I know. So that's so. What is it? There's no way of penalizing him. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's silly, man. So because he didn't do the interviews and kiss everybody. Yeah, right. Exactly, and and so they hate Albert Bell. You remember him? He was amazing, man. Yeah, but he, like he didn't he didn't feel like doing interviews and everything like that. No, no, and and he didn't get along with the media, and then that's it. So now he's not he's not in the hall because of that. It's amazing. It's like you know. I know. Like, who are you guys to judge him? Uh, let me ask you, how many people in this room have even played high school baseball? That's what I'm saying. They should let, let them, you know, Little League. How many yeah. even advanced to high school were good enough to make a high school team? That's like people, none of them. Yeah. Nobody. Let the people in the Hall of Fame vote on who gets into the Hall of Fame. If you're, you're, if it's truly judged by your peers. You know what I'm saying? That really should be. All the living Hall of Famers should be voting. And then if you have to have some writers here and there, whatever, to fill it out. But it should mostly be the people that are already there. Don't you agree? Yeah, or or guys that have made major league that are major league all stars. Yeah, you know, somebody guys that have yeah. actually made all star, you know, like right. whoever was like an all star for you the qualifications if you made yeah. the all stars three years. Right. You, don't you know, you've made it three years throughout your career. You can vote for Hall of Fame stats. Yeah, they should appoint certain people. You know what I mean? But mostly it should be all the Hall of Famers that are in there already uh, that vote. That's what I think. And then that's it. You know? <laughs> I, but it's always like bodybuilding. I'd love to see, like, some of the judges, you know, that these guys are, like, 500 pounds and out of shape and just, you yeah. know, <laughs> don't even lift weights, just eat burgers and pizza all day long cholesterol through the roof high yeah. blood pressure totally. <laughs> and it's like and you're voting bodybuilding shows it's like it sounds wrong it doesn't make sense at all uh, nothing does anyway any, no. anymore. <laughs> the fact that we're still doing this doesn't make any sense either completely none <laughs> but, uh, but yeah so like i i saw some other, some other big uproars i guess because uh I guess you know Father Joey Jordanson. Joey didn't yeah. mention Joey in the memorandum thing or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like going, yeah. but you know, and it, I'm just thinking to myself, it, it's not a, it's not the it's medal, not a, it's okay. not the golden god, you know, the golden know. god yeah, right. awards, battles where, right. where it's it's the metal community, the rock community's friends. You know, I mean, it's just like I'm sure jazz, certain jazz artists yeah. didn't get in it. Either right. you know that didn't that are accomplished jazz musicians yeah. that passed away, they're just like, well, I mean, it really is. It's it's, it's a pop show, bro. It, it sucks, but yeah, I mean, they actually won a Grammy in two thousand six, so he already won a Grammy. And 
whatever. It's it's the Grammys, you know. It's not a metal show, you know. They, yeah, no, I like. I don't even. I, it, like we said before, because Madonna gets pissed off, she got snubbed at the Black Metal Awards. Yeah, you know, it's just. Yeah, oh, she's protesting it. She's yeah. having a she's complete outrage, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But I mean, it's just like, like they. It's not. It's not heavy metal. It's not our I know, party. I know. It's like Delta showing up at, you know. Yeah, right, right. Delta. At Omega. Yeah. We don't. Like, yeah, it's, just get out of here, man. <laughs> the fact that we even have a category for you guys is enough. I... <laughs> settle down. Yeah, take that shit out of here. Yeah. Like, we don't even want you here anyways. <laughs> what are you good for? Yeah. What are you doing here, man? <laughs> we don't like you. Oh, no, you're not classing up the joint. Get the hell out of here, man. You guys. Right? I mean, like, oh, it's the truth. I know. Like, uh, I could even get upset about it. It has nothing yeah. to do with. I know. But. Heavy metal, like, people don't want to be part of any of this stuff, anyways. I, uh, they, they couldn't care less. I mean, like you said. Right. It's wonderful winning yeah, yeah, yeah. a trophy for anything, you know, best cake or best, yeah, you know, yeah. we make the best steak or whatever. I, you know, we didn't win, right? <laughs> no, we didn't win for steak, vegetables, or or pastries. No, <laughs> our pastries are amazing. Our cookies are good. We we actually did place on. We didn't even know they put a record out in 2021. Oh, is that what we placed on? Yeah, well, we didn't win it, but we were actually nominated. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's all you can ask. We right? got third, the Holy Trinity. So we're fine. Don't worry about <laughs> we'll it. We'll take that. That's a that's a good number. But I oh, mean, we'll but uh that. third in the third in the we didn't even know they put an album out in 2021. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, you can't you can't make it up, man. Oh nah, man. But uh yeah, so you know. But yeah, I have been getting ready for the uh, the upcoming tour, Goose. Yeah, I'm doing my my Kegels. Yeah, how you feeling? <laughs> going here, yeah, going over the lyrics that I haven't it tightened up. You feel good, strong. Yeah, going over the phone book again of lyrics, <laughs> trying to memorize all this stuff. You're holding an egg. Are you carrying an egg around? Yes, I am. <laughs> not breaking it. <laughs> trying, doing my hey, best. I hear you. Don't break it. You know, and if, uh, it, if you know it's warmed up anyways, I can make some scrambled <laughs> <laughs> it don't, stick, don't need to stick it in the microwave. Ah, yeah. Like it's already in there. No, you break it and then the bird flies away. <laughs> oh, well, that happens in the beard as well, man. Oh, I know. I know. Not a doubt, man. That kind of stuff. But yeah, that's it, man. We got a you know a bunch of stuff coming up, so that's pretty cool. I got to start standing up, Zach. Yeah, standing up and playing. <laughs> Remember the songs. Oh, I know. That's another thing. <laughs> that's what that's the rehearsals for. <laughs> no, yeah, we all do our homework, though, man. Yeah, yeah, I was walking around the house singing War Pigs. Yeah. Like, I didn't stop. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, have you been practicing the lyrics? What? Yeah. No. <laughs> do I have to do them now? Yeah. <laughs> oh man so good man yeah, so yeah. good but uh hi right, goose always great talking to you my brother hey, you too, brother